You should be sleeping, not emptying a kiddie pool full of fucking placenta. <laughs> wrong. Whoa, my shot's disgusting. Wrong. That's wrong. Wrong. You guys are like cold fucking idiots. The wrong guys. And I just realized, unfortunately, we don't get to do the dance this week because we don't have the music. I never do the dance. I so like that's... doing the dance with Raimi. But I don't even uh, know what the dance is. I'll have to pay attention next time he's here. For those, for the listener at home, um, I almost, I almost always say for the viewers. For the viewers of because I'm this sound I'm viewing you on my computer screen. But <laughs> um, for the listeners at home, this is an, a throwback episode in the sense that we are sans Remy. Yeah, this T- TWG not, classic, a classic. <laughs> Should you like those those rap radio stations? Beep, 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 the TWG classic. 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 On the drive. And they have all those random like movie quotes interspersed into the thing. Um, uh, but yeah, we have no Raimi tonight because he's a little bish. Well, he's busy. He, you know, he's got a busy life. He's got a so he says family, and he's got commitments, and he's got and then he's so got us. He says we we take up a lot of his time. Um, I know. You know, he writes all those Raimi. songs for us and everything. So we love Raimi, and we're willing to do this without him for a while. It just means the structure of this episode is going to be all fucked. That's just right off the top. Just going to let you know that if you're listening mm-hmm. right now. Sorry in advance for what's about to happen. Yeah. Um, but really, Raimi should be apologizing to, to all of you for, for doing this. But, but yeah, so uh, here's our, here's our names okay. for today. We'll make, it, we'll make two. Yeah, hit me. So that is Marty Pons. I am Alex D'Amelio. We don't have a Raimi, and that makes us the wrong guys. Oh, yeah, uh, influencer names. Did you look up influencers? I did. How did you know Lily Pons? I know of Lily Pons because I Googled uh, top grossing influencers like eight minutes Mm. ago, and now here we are. Oh, okay, true. I think I mentioned her in in the last week's podcast. Her content is atrocious, by the way. (laughs) Is she? Wait. She's like a comedian. I don't know if you want to call her comedian. She does like like comedy skits, and it's so bad. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. Highest grossing but, I mean, Instagram influencer. In I don't know how much she's worth. Like what, fifty million dollars or something? Uh, I, I, I looked. I did. I don't remember. I did, but it's a. It, she's the number one. So it's like a lot. Yeah, she, she's. I remember her from Vine. If any of you, that oh. I'm really dating myself with that reference. But if anyone out there used to ever use Vine, the Vine app, um, she. I think she grew to prominence on on that platform, and then just kind of carried that momentum through to YouTube and. Instagram and whatever else, but um, her, her content is 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 really bad. It's like the lowest of the low hanging fruit, and it's it's just not funny. Oh yeah, well, but I, I mean, mean, I'm sure kids like it, right? That's that's what it is. It's you know, <clears> she's getting the clicks and the likes. Yeah, um, that's who your audience is then, and that's why she's the top grossing influencer of 2022. Good for her. Good for her. So and yeah, so the we're, other girl, Demilio, I think she was she's just a TikTok. Star. There's I two think. of them. There's two oh, of there's them. There's two. Okay. Yeah, I think they're. I, I can't remember their names, but yeah, it's like Charlie and Izzy or some shit like that. I don't. I have no idea. I think Charlie's the the one that I know of, and she yeah, she's a TikTok um, influencer. I guess I think at one point she had the most followers on TikTok. I don't know if that's still true or not, but she had like by far and away the most followers, and she's just. As from what I know, she became famous just to like lip syncing songs. Yeah, doing that's, like those little that was that's what. Well, I mean, because before TikTok, you're talking about like Musically, right? And that's all it was. Well, it was the, just the app formerly known as Musically. That's yeah, right. it was just lip syncing at first, and then it became dances, and then it became vines, and now it's kind of like everything put together, right? Yeah, pretty wild. 
Yeah. Um, have you heard the, I don't know if there's any truth to this, but apparently in China, because TikTok is, is a Chinese app, right? Right. Um, apparently in China, TikTok is, like this, the app is the same, but the way that they gear content to like kids and users is completely different. Okay. So they'll basically f- uh, flood the kids' feeds with like, Videos about like engineering and space and technology. I'm not even. This is what I've heard. I don't know if this it's, is true or not. Their algorithm is like their national. Algorithm is is essentially controlled by the government. I guess you could presume. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just making a. Um, who's to say ours oh, isn't? Who's to say? But the the theory goes. I've heard or read this online at one point. The theory goes that they're on on their side of of the pond. They kind of really control the algorithm to to kind of uh, force feed kids stuff that will be useful to the country in the future. Yeah. You know, d- to develop the young minds and turn them into brilliant scientists or or whatever, engineers later on who can actually, you know, help continue China's dominance over the world, I guess. Whereas the, the algorithms that are being controlled in the U.S. are just fluff, like lip-syncing dances and stupid comedy Maybe. videos to keep people, quote-unquote, distracted. Yeah, yeah. Especially dumb, the youth. Dumb people down. I yeah. don't know if that's a, if that sounds completely far-etched. I don't think it does. Well, I think so, it's pretty... I, I literally just finished reading A Brave New World, and it sounds Aldous like... Aldous Huxley? Yeah, Aldous Huxley, and it's the plot to A Brave New World, where they have these, like, casts of humans, and they, like, prepare them for their adulthood when they're babies and children and stuff. And then it's like, everyone's right. everyone's <clears throat> happy, because everyone's just where they're supposed to be. Like, no one's, mm-hmm. like, looking at somebody else going, I wish I was that person. It's like, no, this is everything I know about life, is that I'm supposed to be doing this, and I'm supposed to be yeah, happy yeah. doing it, right? Word. So I mean maybe I mean maybe China's got it down. Maybe they figured out how to make their people happier. Um, well, I don't think it's it's just that. It's not. It's to again strengthen their future labor force. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hey, all it's the a while win-win. keeping it's a win-win. All the while keeping the um, their enemies' labor force completely and utterly distracted and, and confused. So if you went to China and asked the average like whatever twelve year old kid like what do you want to do when you grow up, he'll be like, I want to become an astronaut or a scientist and I want to cure diseases and do this Yeah, and that. And then if you come to America and you're like, you ask the same 12 year old, what do you want to be when you grow up? She was like, he or she would be like, I want to be an influencer or you want to be a TikTok like, dancer. Oh damn. Yeah. Crazy. Again, it sounds kind of far fetched when I'm saying it out loud, but also I, no, I don't, think, don't so. think it's that crazy. I don't think so. Yeah. It's like if you wanted ultimate power, that would be a really good move. It would be Just a really keep smart everyone move. Everyone else distracted. It's like yeah. breed followers as opposed to yeah. trying to convert them, right? Yeah, pretty wild. Um, I want to switch <clears throat> switch gears here a little bit because yes. uh, I think you can see on the notes that I got an email from my mom. Yes. And I want to read you that email, or at the very least, the pertinent parts of it. So okay. It, it opens How long is the email? It's not very long. Okay. But it opens like this <laughs> because my mom is adorable. When Would the you last pr- time I got an email from my mom was I don't think Yeah, it's been a while. Sorry, okay. go ahead. No. So the email opens like this. Would you prefer okay, Sorry, one last thing. One last time I cut you off. Does she listen to the, to this? Well, so hear me out. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Go on. You're ruining the surprise. <laughs> so she opens like this. Would you prefer because she's old and she doesn't get that it's actually would you rather it's like a pretty common thing right would you prefer Mm -hmm. she says having your mother listen to the wrong guys podcast and contact you on a regular (laughs) basis to comment on what she heard or have the waitress (laughs) sing you happy birthday in a restaurant full of people (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so good so Uh, well i'm if she does listen to this episode hello france yeah she Um, called me the other day and she's like 
She's like, I am binging the wrong guys right now. And I immediately started to scratch my head. I was like, what have I said? Oh my God. <laughs> We've said, dude, I've realized we're at like 50, almost 60 episodes now. Yeah. Oh, there's- We recorded our 50th a little while ago without with like zero fanfare. I didn't even realize it was the 50th until I posted it, but who cares? Um, but also, yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. Your mom is now binging this stupid, stupid recording thing that we're doing. And she's she's clever enough to understand the meta aspect of it where she goes, follow-up question, would would knowing that your mother or your or your siblings are listening to your podcast change your content or how you deliver it? Which is, which is a really smart question because what she essentially is asking is, would I censor myself knowing that she's listening? And the answer is absolutely not. I think she knows who <laughs> I am as a person already. I think everybody knows me as a person, knows that... I'm who I am. I don't really have yeah. anything to hide anymore. And it's like, I'm a fucking 35-year-old man. Like, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. what am well, I hiding yeah. from my mom? Like, maybe, exactly. I bet you she won't listen to the drugs episode, knowing that we talk about our drug use. But even if she does, it's like, you know, yeah. it's nothing, Which, she, hasn't, it's it's nothing she, she hasn't heard before, right? And it's pretty mild drug yeah. use, I think, as far as drug use is concerned. It's pretty, pretty average or standard, but yeah. yeah. So, Anyways, that's really funny. So um, shout out to shout out to my mom. She's fucking. Hello. Yeah, shout out to France. Thank yeah. you for listening. There you go. Tell um, tell all your friends about the Wrong Guys podcast. The, uh, I want to tell them to send us some emails. Apparently, my which aunt, by the way, I just checked our inbox and we have an email. Do we? Yes. Well, let's fucking read it. Um, there's quite a bit here. I think it's from one of your German cousins. Oh. Um. I don't, she, she's sent us a bunch of topic ideas and I, I want to maybe save those for later. Okay. I don't want to read them out loud. So maybe we'll save those and you can check the, the folder later, but I'll, I'll skip that. And then she sent us a bunch of lightning round questions as well, which Ooh. is unbelievable. Ooh. Unbelievable. Shout out to Steph. This I is, presume this it's is, my cousin Steph. It is your cousin Steph. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I should say her name or not, but it is your cousin Steph. Um, yeah, this is, this is really great. This email I just noticed now, super awesome. Um, probably the, this has set the new benchmark for, for emails. Whoa. Um, Whoa. You're going to say that knowing Harley's listening right now. I I'm just saying, wow. Just saying this email, there's point form. There's a whole section on topic ideas. There's a whole section on the lightning round. Um, yeah, it's quite, it's something else. It's really good. Unbelievable. I'm um, looking can, forward to I'll reading just, this. I'll read the body of it and then you can read the rest later if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out to Stephanie for, for reaching out. That's really very kind of you, and we appreciate it. Uh, so the email goes, Hey, wrong guys, podcast dudes. Been an avid listener of your show, mostly because I live alone, and it's quality background noise. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> um, I started listening to it somewhere in the middle, and now I'm down to single digits. Hearing them backwards is like watching a baby eat a spoonful of glitter. It's not good, but you still want to see if its shit will come out sparkly. <laughs> At least you've solidified your format along the way, though it amazes me how in every episode one of you still needs to use the bathroom. <laughs> I think I've, I've gotten better with that. You have, um, yeah. Please do some kegels. Uh, <laughs> On a positive note, I do appreciate that a handful of your episodes end in an apology to women and that Marty admits to being the dead weight of the show's production. Yep, agreed. Uh, <laughs> transparency is key to gaining loyal supporters. Um, yeah, and then she lists off a bunch of topic ideas for us and lightning round questions. Damn, she goes she all off in. by saying, "Sorry if any of these topics or questions have been asked and answered." Like I said, your mo- your show is mostly a TV background substitute at best. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for solving the world's problems one taboo topic at a time. I bet your moms are proud. Kisses oh. from, uh, I guess I can say, kisses from Germany. Your favorite cousin, Steph. Yo, 
shout out to Steph. She is definitely there we go. she's definitely in my top three favorite cousins. There you go. Thanks, Only because I don't um, want to name anybody and, and make other people feel bad. But Stephanie, when you when you hear this, uh, I love you too. You know, you're pretty great. So hell yeah, I miss yeah, you. Thanks for the email. It's been a long time since I've seen her. And uh, now you have an email. So I think the last time the last time I saw her was at another cousin of ours's wedding, and she was running around uh, stealing all the centerpieces from the tables. So, oh nice. It was a good night. It was a fun night. Sweet. Um, cool. Yeah. Okay. Wow. What a fucking cool start to the show. I know. Unexpected too. I just happened. You mentioned an email. I just happened to check, and there it was. I um. I, I also, never check because we never get any. So yeah. Well, now we know. Now we know to check. Now we know to check. Um, I wanted to make it, I, I was driving. So part of my job now is a lot of just like driving back and forth. And basically I have a lot of like shower thoughts and yeah. I was thinking today and I was thinking back to an old episode of ours, which was the episode on, I think it was an episode on bacon and it ended up being an episode mm. about, uh, things that are overrated or it underrated. Was, yeah, it was, is bacon overrated basically? That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I hot take, I just was thinking about this today and I was like, this is something I need to talk about with Marty. Hot take. Are you ready for this? I think I'm ready. I think turkey is overrated. I'll just go like, out there and say it. Like Thanksgiving turkey or just turkey in general? I mean I don't think for something to be overrated, does doesn't someone have to hold it in like ridiculously high esteem? Well, here's the, the thing. Place? Here's the thing. If you can't have a turkey at your Christmas dinner, like it's ruined. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm mm, saying. It's like people maybe take it. In my family, we did turkey sometimes, but we also just sometimes would just do like a ham. Right, but or like something else, like it, it wasn't like a must. But you understand that that might be an exception. It's like there are people who hold oh, it to yeah, such a. For sure. It's like you can't, you can't not have turkey at Christmas. It's a tradition. Uh, <laughs> so I, you're 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 speaking specifically to like the festivities. Well, that's the, where the it started. Seasons. It, that's where it started. But honestly, because like if I I what if I'm buying deli meat, I try to buy turkey as opposed to ham or anything else because it's just for the sole fact that like it's going in a sandwich. With fucking condiments anyway, so I'm not like eating it to taste. The turkey has got less salt, it's got more protein, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. I don't it's know. just like a, it's just I just do it as like a health, healthy. Is, is turkey healthier? Health conscious. It's healthier. Get chicken in the sense that it has, yeah, or chicken. Health. I get turkey or See, chicken. Turkey and chicken are not living in the same house. You know what I mean? It's like mm. chicken is awesome. Chicken is across the board awesome. You can make a moist chicken. You can have it in so many different formats. Turkey is just turkey. It's like it's just the it's just like a it's like yeah. It's like no, this, I get what you're saying. It's the but tofu like, of meat. I, I guess I just don't care enough. I but yeah. I, I understand what you're saying, and I don't think people love turkey. I, I guess when it comes to the festive seasons or holiday seasons, I kind of get it. Um, I eat it because I feel weird not putting it on my plate at Christmas or something. Red Thanksgiving, but honestly, I could care less if turkey existed. Yeah, I mean, it could be a chicken, yeah, or a ham. I, but I mean, come that time of year anyway. I'm just fucking literally drowning the entire plate in gravy anyway. Exactly. So it's, just it's make overrated. a good gravy, and I don't really care what's what's under it. So that's the point I'm making. Is it's like you understand now where where I'm coming from. It's like if if you're telling me there's going to be a turkey shortage this year, and everyone starts panicking, I'm like, you guys are dumb. There's no reason for to worry that there's going to oh, yeah. be no turkey. You just know what make, I mean? make a couple chickens instead. Yeah, it's fine. Or just don't. It's like it's fine. It's or like or a ham. Make some fucking lamb. Make make a beef sh uh, thing. I uh, I'm not I'm not a cook. I yes, don't know. I make, think make a make a beef thing. Yes, make a beef thing. So, at all you listeners, if you go to your grocery store and there's no turkeys left for Christmas, just go 
ask the clerk for a beef thing instead. May I have a beef thing? One of your finest beef beef things. So there you go. That was just a note I had that I just really wanted to talk about because I was like, turkey's so fucking overrated. Um, And then... uh, Yeah, that's fair, man. Yeah, I had a note here. I mean, I have a couple other notes, but I mean, honestly, they're kind of just like whatever. I did put in... What what do you have on the page? What else are we missing here? Um... I, I, you put down OCRP, I think. I don't know what that means. OCRP is my new, it's the new, it's a thing that I just discovered that it's probably been around for a long time. Have you heard about RP? So like it's a GTA five RP. No. So let me fill you in. RP is in role playing. That's right. Role play. It's, it's, it's the end result is essentially they've created the metaverse, but through GTA five, as opposed to like a brand new platform like Facebook or whatever. Oh, dude, the metaverse is, I've seen a couple of videos and it looks so bunk. Yo. Okay. So that metaverse can eat a dick as far as I'm concerned. The, the GTA five RP. So there's a bunch of different RP servers. I, I did a bit of research and then I asked my buddy about some, he's like a ultra nerd about this kind of shit. So I asked him to kind okay. of explain it to me. And what he told me is there's a bunch of different servers and all the servers have like their own thing. But the OCRP one is the one that interests me the most because it's um, firefighters, cops, and, and paramedics. And so what you do is you, you play GTA 5, but as a first responder. Now, in order to be a first responder, oh, you have shit. to go through training. So they go through like, they like you log on, you make a character, and then you go through training. And then there are people whose role in this game it is to train new <laughs> new recruits in like police the academy. Internet is such a wild place. Uh, people so are spending crazy. weeks becoming people to then go and like solve crimes and like respond to fires. It's so weird. It's a whole thing. And I okay. The reason I fell into it, and it's you know just a little sort of side note, is we were watching this video, and it's these dudes who are doing um, they're 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 pretending to be volunteer firefighters, but they keep setting fires and then showing up to them and helping the firefighters fight the fires. Oh my god! And all they did was buy plastic hats, like firefighter hats, at the dollar store, and they show up with fire extinguishers and then like climb on their equipment and like get on the roof and like put fires out. And so there's people who are getting mad at them because it's stolen valor. But it's stolen oh valor. God. But it's like, what about the people That's who so are pretending funny, to be firefighters? Anyway, the whole thing is fucking insane. But I, I, I strongly recommend you look what into is, it. What does OC stand for? I, I don't know. I think it's just like the name of that, um, uh, like that specific server or whatever. Yeah, but it comes up a lot. Like I've been seeing it a lot on my explore feed. And again, we were just talking about YouTube algorithms and whatever. But it's like mm. it's been coming up on my explore feed a lot. But it's like OCRP has been coming up con- constantly. And so right. in that world, I think you can either be a good guy or a bad guy essentially. So you can go around setting fires, or you can go around putting them out. You can rob banks, or you can arrest people or whatever. But it's real people. Every single there's no there's no. Um, NPCs, NPCs, yeah, yeah. There's no NPCs. They're all real people, and it's the internet, like, man. Dude, it's so Tell good, you. and people take themselves so fucking seriously. It's great, Mark, honestly. Mark Suckercorn is probably <laughs> kicking himself right now. He's like, fuck. And instead I, of having his stupid metaverse, where I don't even think the characters have legs in his metaverse. Yeah, and they look like Wii characters from 2004. Yeah, I don't think anyone's using it. I think the usership is like is insanely low. I just read something about it recently. There was just, it was just in the news and I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was like somebody's, somebody major is dropping out of the metaverse at this point or something. Yeah. There was also a headline really that he's potential. I don't even, I don't all these headlines, but he was like 
someone had heard a rumor that he was potentially going to resign next year. Really? But who the fuck knows? Yeah. I mean, he, he I didn't can. even see the headline. I heard about this on a different podcast who they read it on a, they read a headline. Look, so who the fuck knows? The guy's a, he's a billionaire, right? He's a billionaire. Oh, several times over. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what do you need to be doing this shit for anymore? I don't know, but that's the thing with billionaires. I think they always just there's a part of their brain that just always wants more. That's yeah. why they're billionaires. That's why they don't like for for you or I like we don't first of all we don't have I don't think the um, the dr- not the drive but like I don't I don't necessarily have what it takes to become a, a fucking billionaire. <laughs> like I'm not willing to work 120 hour weeks and like grind and slave away to become a CEO and then I don't know or for, and I'm also not smart enough. Um, but if I happen to, I don't know, win a lottery or somehow someone calls me tomorrow's like, we want you to be CEO of this, of Facebook. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, sick. I'll do that for like two years and dip. Cause I'm not, I don't, I don't need know. that shit in my I life. I don't need that shit in my life. I'll just save everything and then just go live in a cabin in the woods. Dude, like and how never, never be seen again and just pay someone to airdrop me food every month. Like, have you thought about like it, when you talk about like the amount of money somebody like say, I mean, obviously like Jeff Bezos say, right? He's got like whatever it is, like uh, $20 billion say. It's probably Infinite more than that. money. It's yeah. way more than that. Yeah. How much you have to spend every day for the rest of your life, even with like an extended sort of like, um, you know, looking ahead kind of like how, how much money you would have to spend in a day to run it out. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 I think it's impossible. It's it's nearly impossible. You, you would have Um, to buy towns. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's insane. Um, you ever seen that tweet that was like, I billionaires shouldn't exist. Like I think there should be, yeah. Like once, once you hit $999 million, you get a plaque that says congratulations, you won capitalism, and then that's it. You're just capped at a billion dollars. Yeah, and then the rest that you make goes into like a, a fund for I don't know poor people or public services. Who the fuck? Sure. Knows. Yeah. But I thought it was a. It's obviously a joke tweet, but it was like a, an interesting observation. Like, do you, you don't need more than that? What are you gonna do with it? Surely you don't need more than that. I don't know. But I don't anyway, understand. What, what's this the point? Is, um, we could talk about this ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Um. Yeah, the next thing on the outline here is headlines. I didn't write any down. I didn't really don't have any headlines. Take the time to to sift through any of the news um, uh, headlines this week. I also wrote down Alex editing silences. Um, oh, and that was from like two episodes ago. Yeah, I was going to give you a a mini penis of the week for that. Oh, I was going to nominate you as my mini penis of the week. I um, have a mini because penis. you no, but in this case, you are the mini penis of the week. Um, there was, you told a joke and it fell super flat (laughs) and Ramey and I both were silent for like, I want to say at least eight seconds. It was a long (laughs) silent pause. And then I was like, I called you out in the episode. I was like, don't fucking edit that shit. Leave it as it is. Cause I want everyone to know that your joke was terrible and Mm -hmm. we didn't like it. And then when I listened back to it, the silence had gone down to like a second and a half. I so I left enough silence that it was obvious, yeah, but, but it I didn't want it same. to be like deadly. It was deadly it silence. Was, it was not the same, and it, that's why I'm calling you out as for the mini penis of the week. It's uh, look, I, I it's obvious. I left it. I, I wanted it to be obvious that the joke fell flat. I just didn't want it to be boring for anybody listening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. So I I, I, I made a. 
I made a judgment call. You took an artistic liberty, and I'm yeah. just calling you out on it. That's all. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then, yeah, so that takes care of the penis of the week, um, I guess, for this case, because I didn't really think of any others. Oh, yeah. Hang on, let's And get... then um, I also wrote down ghost town shit. I don't know why, but I've been, lately I've been into, like, looking up ghost town videos on YouTube. Um, and there's this guy who's really interesting channel. I think it's called Exploring with Wade. And Is he's it? been visiting all these, like, uh, ghost towns in B.C., Oh, cool. Um, towns that are like full on abandoned and you can't just, you can't just drive through them or drive up to them. Like you have to, uh, book like a guided tour with someone who knows where oh. they're going and what they're doing. Okay. And everything is like, cause people still own those towns. The, they're the just land not, at the very least. The land essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess it'd be liable if, if something happened or if, if you, you yeah, if you get hurt and you can sue yeah. them and blah, blah, but blah, blah. But you blah. can book tours, uh, hmm. to go visit these towns. And one of them is called, um, Antioch, A-N-Y-O-X. Yeah, and that's I've heard of that. an old copper mining town that was somewhere on Vancouver Island. Um, Salt Spring Island, maybe? I don't so, know. Somewhere, somewhere on the coast. Um, and the guy did a three-part video series. You should really check it out. It's really, really interesting. Um, again, the guy's channel, I think, is, is just called Exploring with Wade. Okay, yeah, I'll check like that a out. a really talented cinematographer, and um, you get to learn about the history a little bit, and they kind of compare old photographs from back in the day to what the town looks like now obviously it's mostly overgrown with with forest and um and vegetation and stuff but there are still foundations and there's still like smelting towers and and uh like the bones of the old uh, power plant and they built a dam out there that's still operation not operational yeah. but still yeah it's to- still I, there i've totally looked into this place before yeah. this one's on, this one's on on the mainland though i think it's on Oh, it could be. I thought it was on Vancouver Island, but it could, it could be. It's uh, um, and the other one, the Gran- Granby Bay. Called, yeah, Granby Bay. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds correct. Um, and the other one he explored that I saw was Kitsalt. Yes, which I've looked is, into that one too. Which was also a not a copper mining town. I forget what they were mining up there. Probably uh, either gold, nickel, or nickel or something. Maybe yeah, some sort of metal. And then um, that one went. Um, it, it didn't last very long. Same kind of thing. They just ran out of whatever they were mining, and the worldwide demand had diminished to the point where it was no longer feasible to to keep that mine operational. But all the houses are still there. There's like a community center and like a shopping center, and uh, someone still owns. Like someone bought the town, oh. um, so they keep the power on. So like Weird. the lights are still on. So you can still again like get a guided tour with a company that does tours in that area, and you can go visit the town and walk around, and like go into the old. Um, grocery store, the old pool, the old community center, the library. And it's like the books are all still in there. The lights are on. Like, I think they have someone kind of come in and upkeep it a little bit like dust or whatever. Yo, let me tell you what that sounds like to me. It's pretty trippy. That sounds like like a Stephen King novel of some sort. No, I'll tell you what that sounds like to me. It sounds to me like they're hiding some shit and they got to like keep the power on and like keep it a tourist attraction. That's what so, I mean. It, so it sounds like, like underground. it sounds yeah. Like it could be the beginning to a or like the 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 scene set for a Stephen King novel or a Stephen King movie. You know what it is? They got some like they got some like uh some like aliens or some shit. Some it, like crazy locked away shit. in some like electronic cell that's yeah. like away from people and they got to keep the they got to right. keep the power on so that they don't get away. It's the Sasquatch. But, they found Sasquatch. Basically, the whole point is like I've just been really into these videos on on YouTube lately, and I always get to thinking about um, like the weird mix of emotions that people mm. would have felt 
like for this, like the town of Kitsalt, for example, like I think it was, I forget how long it was active for. I want to say like maybe 15 or 20 years, which is not a very long time. Um, but I always like to think of, I don't like to think about it, but I in, end up thinking about the, like the joy or the excitement that a family would have had from moving up to a new town. Totally. For a new career, a new start or whatever. And then like a very short period of time, the complete opposite, like the sadness and like the emptiness you might feel from like leaving a town behind. Yeah. Yeah. Like moving and then away, moving away and then it's memories. like, and you just leave it behind. Yeah. Then I also think about like the people who built it. So I think about like carpenters and yeah. electricians and plumbers and everything who spent a lot of time. And like traditionally, I think the people who work in those trades are always pretty proud of their handiwork. Like that goes, it's just part of the job. Like you build something and then you stand back and you're very proud of what you've done. Maybe less um, so now than before, but for sure then, yeah. Maybe less so, exactly. But back in the day when I guess things were, I don't know, a little bit rougher, I guess, it was just, it was, you take a lot of pride in, in what you were building. For sure. And just like kind of, they would, like you would have built a house or built houses out there and never know that like within 10 years or 15 years they would be left behind and like no one was using them anymore. I, yeah, it, it begs I, the question, like, would you do it? I mean, you probably still would do it cause it's your job, but. Oh, for sure. Um, they made a ton of money and like, that's the whole point yeah. of those places, right? Is like they go in, they mine the fuck out of something and then they run out of shit to mine. So they just. Oh no, I just meant like as a carpenter, off. if but, you were told like, Hey, this house you're building in six years, like it's going to be abandoned and no one's going to be living in it and no one ever will live in it again. If like you how would you that? feel going into that job? I just think about like. Uh, how that might fuck with your head a little bit as a someone who's maybe takes a lot of pride and probably end up cutting some corners. Carpenter. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I mean. It's just an yeah. interesting kind of thought experiment that I invariably fall into whenever I watch these ghost town videos. That's but. cool, man. There's there's another. Um, I'm I'm trying to remember the name of it, but there's another really cool channel in this guy who I think they bought a ghost town and it's up somewhere in in like the Sierra Nevadas or something. And mm -hmm. he does, he does like daily vlogging, but he's, this one dude's like living up there by himself and he has the whole town and he's kind of like trying to restore it slowly and just kind of like clean certain areas up and then like work on this and work on that. And then like, you know, shore up some, some sketchy shit. Um, but, uh, uh, the corridor crew went up there at some point and they, they did, I, we I talk about corridor crew all the time, but, um, they did, um, I want to say they built like the, you know, the, the Google uh, Street View rig with like all the different yeah, yeah. cameras. They yeah, built yeah. one of those that was like handheld and they did a bunch of cool, so apparently that shit's on Google Earth now or Google Maps oh. or whatever. And so you can go through and then I think they even did one down in one of the one of the shafts and they just like walked this shaft with this, with this rig. And so you can like, you can enter it and they, they have some like cool little shit that they're, they're, they've added to like a, like a public domain, but that's done specifically in this, in this mind. I, you should try and find it. I think it's called like we bought a town or something like that. Yeah. yeah okay. And then he I'll, does I'll like, just look for the corridor crew bit. Yeah. They did some cool drone footage. They do. It's a really, really cool, but the story of this guy and then the story of like these guys coming in is like two separate stories, but they kind of fit together really well, but it's worth checking out. I, I recommend it. Um, mm -hmm. You would, yeah, like I say, you would like it because he's like, and it's a fairly well-preserved town too. There's like a lot of cool shit that he gets, he gets to like show yep. and like, oh, this is the old this. And, you know, so I think he's part historian maybe or something like that. Okay. But it's, and it reminds me of, remember when we were, you and I, I think we're watching like, it, I can't remember who it was, but he was a pro skater who was skating abandoned. I was just about to stage. mention that. It was, the show was called Abandoned and it was abandoned. Rick McCrank. Yeah, oh, it was Rick McCrank. I think it was like eight episodes and he went to... 
an abandoned bunch of abandoned mall complexes in Ohio. I think he went to abandoned uh, several abandoned schools in St. Louis. He went to like an abandoned fishing village in Newfoundland. Dope. He went to an abandoned nuclear power plant and silo in like Iowa or something. Okay. Uh, where else did he go? He went to an abandoned town somewhere in the desert in Texas or something. I should probably watch um, the rest of them. I feel like I only watched like one in a mall. Yeah, there was. I think there was six or eight, and they're all really, really good and really interesting. Um, oh, I remember him skating on a on a on, in a like a basketball court, an indoor basketball. Yeah, court. that was and one the of the schools. The floor was all fucked up. Yeah, that was one of the schools in St. Louis. Yeah, 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 really, yeah. Really, really cool show. I think you can buy it. It's hard to find. It was really hard to find when it came out. It's Vice, um, right? It was Vice Land, like Vice their Land. TV channel. I think right. that was that was doing it. Um, I don't even know if they still have a TV channel or not, but let's that check was, it, out. it was really cool, like documentary yeah. style. Um, yeah, let's check that show. out. Yeah, cool. That was all I had for the introduction outline notes. I feel like there was... Ramy, something. do you have a topic for us? <laughs> Ramy? <clears throat> Ramy, are you there? Ramy? I guess, no, he's he's, there. I guess he's not there. He's not there. Um, okay, so I wrote... Do you have a topic for us? Yeah, I feel like we're kind of like th- past the point of even starting a whole topic. Yeah, we're just kind of rambling. This is going to be like a bit of a rambler episode, it seems like. Which I think is okay. We're going, we're going classic. Fine. You know, we're going... It's like episode two. We're like, we're right back to the beginning. We're just a little yeah. more comfortable at talking to each other. I mean, we now. have an outline. We're, we're kind of following an outline, which is huge. It's <laughs> a huge step up for us. It is a pretty big step forward. Um, I just have so many funny notes here that don't even make sense. Um, but, uh, I did write down, somebody made me write down today, home births. And I was mm. like, I don't know if I want to talk about What do you about mean someone made you write it down? I, I can't, I was talking to somebody today and I, again, it's like, it's just one of those things where like, I, I barely remember the conversations that I have in detail. I just okay. remember like outlines and things. I don't know if you know this about me, but I've hid my head a lot, so... Memories, <laughs> memories don't form quite like they should. Right, right. Um, I've often referred to how I form a memory as like staring at the silhouette of somebody in fog, and you're like, I think I know who that is. But that's right. how that's how I remember shit. It's like uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm looking at. Fair um, enough. So I was talking to somebody today, and I was talking about the podcast or whatever, and they're like, Oh, you should talk about home births. I was like, Okay, I'll write it down. But I was like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I know enough about home births to talk about it. So it might not be something I want to talk about for too long, but like, you know, home births, pro or con, per, for or against. Oh, I don't want children, so I don't care. No, I don't even mean just for um, you. I just mean in general. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess that's cool. Um, I, I'm assuming there's like a a doula or something is a doula or a midwife or someone who comes over once your the water breaks and they're like someone's on call or whatever ready to come yeah yeah kind you of would tend to it or like a like a, a does it like, have to happen in the tub or do you just do it in the bathroom or, or in the bed I, I, I don't know i would assume okay here's 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 my breakdown i don't of know why, like why wouldn't you just go to a birthing center or a hospital What's well, what would be the driving force behind like really wanting to have a home birth? It would have to be maybe religious, mm, or I, know, I didn't consider that much, or like fair. or like traditional, right? It's like if you were maybe um, weary, maybe you're maybe you're weary of hospitals or weary of like the the medical, you know, like all the you know, like like it or hate it. It's like there's a lot of people who don't like the the health system, right? 
They're like, they, you know, like quacks and they talk about, you know, vaccines and all that other shit. And it's like, you might not yeah, be yeah. into that whole thing, right? So for right. whatever reason, you decide to have a home birth. I would presume that you would have a backup plan, right? You would, you would have to think. Now, I'm understanding when I say this that for however long, hundreds of millions of years or however long humans have been around, um, people were having essentially home births, not by choice, but by necessity, right? Like up until the, 19, well, yeah. the early 1900s. It's like you didn't really yeah. have very many options. Maybe if you were lucky, there was a doctor nearby who came to help you out. But for the most part, I assume like you were on your own. Maybe your mom or your... Uh, elderly neighbor was around who had seen a few births or maybe it was a farmer who's, you know, dealt with it with cattle and sheep or whatever and who was like, no, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you're using some like cross intelligence to sort of figure out what needs to happen next. Yeah, um, I saw my cow do this one time. Step yeah, aside. it's like, I don't, like, I don't, I, like where else, what else would you do? You just kind of try and figure it out as you go? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I think about that a lot where I'm like, imagine being the first person to have a baby. Like not even understanding what's happening to your body oh. for ten months. Yeah, yeah. And then like all of a sudden you're like, oh, something weird is happening. And then like a face starts to come out of you, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, and like an insane amount of pain. Yeah, and like blood and just fluids and like, oh man, the trial and error too. Right. And like, yeah. How would you? <laughs> it's, oh my god, this is. Yeah, I'm thinking it's, of home births for like the fucking Homo erectus. Exactly. Like cave for cave people, basically. Like, like knock one out just, as you're walking. Just to, grunting and just like, yeah, oh, it's sick. What's going on with Grog? And right. And she, and she Grog. <laughs> she Grog. Because let's uh, let's be fair. Let's let's no, let's not be fair. Let's let's um, I don't know. Do I want to say this? Do I want to jump into this? I was going to say <laughs> for cavemen. I think we can probably safely assume. That there would this is kind of like a binary thing going on back then, right? Can we <laughs> can we agree on that? There's that there's the, a chance the, the spectrum a, of yeah. gender was probably not as evolved or as as you know as um, intricate, I guess, prevalent, as it is now. prevalent. Sure, there there may not have been as much understanding back then, and there's a fair chance. That's I, all again, I'm saying. There's a fair chance, and maybe there were some who. Yeah, who who just grunted their way um, through life, uh, through life, I guess, as a <laughs> as like the founding members of the LGBTQ plus movement. Man, but um, for the most part, let's agree it was just grog and she grog at the time. Just at the time, grog and their way through life. We're not going to use historical revisionism on this one here. No. So yeah, right. So that's the point. Is it's like you go there's there's a fair amount of like figure it out as you go and it's like yeah. up until a same with like eating and stuff too how funny is to think of that right. like eating uh, hey are those berries good I don't know we'll find out give it a taste can you eat this thing you just killed and then you just make a mental note because you don't know how to write or communicate so you're just like <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> those ones there no how, how many times <laughs> did people <laughs> die <laughs> I'm just imagining caveman hand gestures like no. Gesturing wildly, like because they, they can't communicate, and this is how they communicate. They have no words. waving their arms around. They're just like oh, 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 just slap oh, berries out of each other's oh, hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, I'm tired because that's really funny to me right now. <laughs> 
But so what I was getting at was this. It's like, so that happens for like most of the time. The point like, is home birth has come a long way. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> but like, even after that, like you get one level above that From and it's like cave dwelling ape men to, to modern like civilization, being able to communicate, um, you know, intergenerationally what birth is all about and what's going to happen to your body and all that stuff, like through um, experience from mother to daughter, grandmother to daughter or whatever, aunt to niece or whatever, is like becomes the next stage in the evolution of home births. And then it's that for the rest of the time until you get to like a hundred years ago. Like that's what's crazy. It's like, it's like you develop a little bit of knowledge and then that stagnates for like, yeah. Well, it's like the, the, if you look at like progress, yeah, I'm using the pr- the term progress as like a catch-all term for like evolution, I guess. Like you can look of at society. it as like um, yeah, you can look at it as like a uh, like looking through the wrong end of like a telescope, right? That is like constantly getting like narrower and narrower, tighter. Like if the if the present day is like the narrow end of the telescope, right? Like every day it's just getting tighter and tighter and tighter. So it's <laughs> like a it's like a spiral almost, and it just gets gets you know. Quicker and quicker and tighter and tighter as time moves forward, I guess. Yeah. Well, Does that make sense? Not really, but I think I get oh, what okay. you're saying. All right. I'll, I'll hear it when I listen back and I'll tell you if it made sense. Sure. But so, and then you get to present day and you're like present day. Now we have like a hundred years of like insane. It's like the curve of knowledge goes like this and then it like shoots up. And then all of a sudden we have like yeah, it's C-sections and fucking, yeah, you know. And insulin. Insulin. You have uh, epidurals. You have, uh, you know, you have like I'm. Sh- I'm. I, I, listen, I know three things that can happen during birth, but I bet you there's a thousand. You know what I mean? It's like you can you can have like a feet first sort of like breach. I think uh, you can yeah. have uh, a, a C-section, maybe because the, the pelvis isn't big enough or the head's too big or something like that. Sure. And, and then you can have like a, like hemorrhaging, like just a lot of bleeding, and then like everyone's at risk, right? Those are like the three things I know because I'm I've literally done no research on this, but I'm assuming there's like a thousand <laughs> things that can go wrong, right? It can be the umbilical cord can be wrapped around the yeah, that's true, maybe yeah. neck as well. You could yeah, you know, and you could I, like you know what I mean? It's like there's an infinite number of things that could go wrong in such yeah. a like crazy moment, and you're like, and we have access to the knowledge that can like resolve most of these issues, the amount of children that aren't dying in birth now and, and, and moms that aren't dying in birth now is like rock bottom in comparison to like 150 years ago. Right. Oh, I bet, I bet even like probably like 50, 60, 70 years ago. Like we've talked about this before, but apparently, and I don't know if this is true or not, but like, um, the, the average age or the, whatever the fucking life expectancy of humans was super low, like in the, in the thirties or forties or whatever. Right. Like if you live to be 40, you're, you know, you're, you're going past your life expectancy or whatever, you know, like that's kind of a, a, like a trope of of old age. The reasoning behind that is not that people were dying younger, but that so many babies weren't, weren't making it that the average life expectancy was super low. So like people were still living to 70 and 80. Crazy. But babies were just ripping that average down. Yeah, and that's infant so infant mortality, I guess. Infant mortality, yeah, exactly. So Crazy. it's like it turns out that it's not that people were like at old age at 37. It's just that so many so few people made it to that age that the 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 average was super low. So right. we're, we're talking about that and you're talking about now where like your life expectancy is like I don't know what it is, it's probably fucking 70 or 80 or some shit. That's and it's like, like 
Yeah, I bet you in North America, I, think, I bet you it's I think 75. for women, it's always a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, oh, globally, we can't look at that. That's not how that works. Um, oh, wow, Hong Kong, good for them. Uh, I guess over, yeah, from the for the world, it's 75 and a half years for women and then almost 71 years for men. Okay. That's, um, I wonder where Canada is, though, where Canada ranks. So that's a, I think that's like a rolling average for... But do you understand what that means everybody. if that's the average? Canada's up there. Canada's pretty good. 84, almost 85 for women. And then oh, damn. 81 for men. Oh, like, we're doing all right. So just just think about this, though. That's the average. That means most people. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. That is the average. So a lot of people are dying in their 60s. But, but that also on. means so few people are dying before that. It's like if everybody's dying at like 90 and zero... Yeah, yeah. Then the average is forty-five, right? Well, I don't know. Does, does that for it to be? For it to be I don't know if that's. Is that yeah. how they calculate it? Is that is that an average? Yeah. Or is yeah, that just you, like you take all the data points, you add them all up, and then you divide by the amount of data points? Yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> I suppose. So the the point is that it's wild that our 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 um, life expectancy is so high. Like eighty-four is the average. We, like. That means the majority of people are living till their mid-80s, which is crazy, right? Yeah. But it also means that nobody's dying. It's like, like damn, nobody's I got dying. a long way to go. Shit. That's <laughs> only going to get higher. It is. You know, I, I, I read an article one time, and this was quite a while ago. It's kind of comforting in a way, isn't it? He's like, oh, i got a long way to go. Still yeah. lots of time to do shit. Um, so I read an article one time that said uh, the first person to live to be 200 has already been born. Oh, yeah. I think I remember you talking about that. <clears throat> yeah. So it's, I don't Pretty know if that's concept. true or not. I didn't read the article. I just read the headline. So no, why would I read the article if you can just read the headline? Hey, am I a wrong guy or isn't I? <laughs> um, but yeah. So I mean, and and so this brings us all back to um, the home birth thing, where I go. If that's what you have access to, you have to be making a real um, committed choice to giving birth at home. If knowing the history of home births mm-hmm. and like the life expectancy that goes with it. Or the the let's say the success rate that goes with it, and then and then hospital births and the success rate that goes with that, and it's like it's it a, an educated choice would be to go to the hospital or at the very least like like you say a birthing center which is specific for that or yeah. at the very least have like a fucking very serious backup plan which brings in I think the doula thing which is like the I think they're like like not registered nurses but like experienced um, I. I think they're they're more like comfort things. I don't, Could be. I, I don't one hundred percent understand what a doula is, but my understanding is it's like it's somebody who who helps you progress through a, a part of your life, and so she's they like, like the assistant. Yeah, yeah, and she's like been she's through a it. pregnancy assistant. And and but I see there's other types of doulas. That sounds disparaging, but I'm not. I'm yeah, I swear yeah, yeah. I'm not being no, no, but there's like, there's other, like doula applies to other things as well. I've heard of like death doulas and sleep doulas and things like that. Oh, okay. And it's like somebody who's experienced something enough times, maybe with clients or whatever, to be able to go, hey, you're about to have a bunch of questions that you have no experience in. I've been through it. Just come and ask me these questions. I'm not going to be a doctor, right? (coughs) Right. I'm just going to be like a a source of information and and like experience and knowledge, Mm -hmm. which essentially is just going to go and replace sort of like your, your maternal figure in the house in the context of home births, right? You right. would have had the mom come over and, and be like, 
don't worry, I've been through this like nine times and most of my kids made it through, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's my understanding of what a dual is. I might be wrong about that, um, but that's kind of what I, what I think it is. So no, I'll I don't take know. your word for it. Would you, so knowing that's what think, I'm going to tell everyone. <laughs> after, after this discussion, would you still be a strong proponent of home births? I mean, you know me well enough now to, to know what my answer is to that. Live and let live. Yeah, essentially live and let live. Um, If it were me, I would absolutely be going to a hospital or at the very least a birthing center having like all that medical, uh, I don't know, technology or whatever you want to call it. Knowledge and experience. Knowledge and and experience, yes. Um, And just, yeah, modern day medicine. I would just want that available um, Uh, for my partner. But I I mean, again, live and let live. I, I guess like you mentioned, the reasons for not, for staying away from a hospital or a birthing center and doing it at home on your own are probably varied. I guess they would be, like you said, stem, you know, they'd stem in or stem from uh, religious fervor, perhaps, or yeah. a distrust of big hospital. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Or just a distrust of medicine and authority figures in general. I don't fucking know, man. Um, or just maybe sometimes that's just the way you got to do. I I really don't know. I, you know, for me, I can't think of a good reason why you wouldn't go to a hospital. But okay, if you want to do it at home and and take that risk, and if you know you think you can do that, do it that way. More power to you. Yeah, I'm sure. I I'm sure most I'm of sure the time it it's fine. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And totally. I would imagine like farms and stuff, and people who still. Um, like, like Amish folks and stuff. They don't, people who live remotely, their whole deal is they don't have technology. Right. So, but again, they would have that, that at the very least that like experienced sort of network of support and they would know the baby's coming and they have like a bunch of, you know, like the, the, the village doctor or whatever the equivalent is on hand or whatever. Um, right. Yeah, no, I I think you're right. It's like a part of me goes like live and let live for sure. It's like, let people make their own choices at the same time, it's like if if you're hey if you're right now listening to the wrong guys podcast and you thought this was the episode where you were going to make your final decision about whether or not to have a home birth, first of all, don't make this the reason you choose to no. or to not have a home birth. Um, Definitely don't. But do your research, I guess, and that's sort of the essence of every episode of the wrong guys. It's like don't listen to us. Do some real research. Yeah. Um, we are like, back. We are background noise. We are all. we at, at TV As replacement at best. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, it's an interesting idea. And I think if it goes well, it's probably really cool and sort of like momentous occasion to have that happen at home. But again, it's like if you want to sort of like increase your chances of survival and and sort of the health. And of also just if, if you want to just not have a mess to clean up after. Oh, God. Oh, I didn't even think about the mess you got to yeah. clean up after. And, and like, like you gotta, so soon after yeah. giving birth. Oh, be exhausted. <laughs> Yeah, you should be you should be sleeping, not emptying a kiddie pool full of fucking placenta. <laughs> yeah, you didn't think about the mess. Yeah. Oh no, you know what? I changed my answer. Go have a baby at the yeah. at the hospital. Let Please them clean. Do it up. yourself a favor. Listen, yeah. I know some hospital for. janitors. They make a lot of money. Mm. Yeah. Um, which ends this conversation and segues nicely into the last uh-huh. part of my mom's email, uh, okay. which was about tipping. 
because for oh. some fucking reason, in the last week, and, and, and it always happens like this. We, we discuss something, and then a week or two later, <laughs> it's everywhere. Fucking right. everywhere. And all I'm seeing is people who are frustrating with, frustrated with the tipping culture. Frustrated with the, it's the, I don't necessarily think it's like, I think everyone was okay with servers and bartenders, right? And then oh, it became, I, I think I know where this is going, but yeah, I'll it let became, you continue. It, it, it became coffee shops, and it became, you know, pizza mm. delivery guys, and it became whatever. Uh, the pizza delivery else. guys, I think, was always a thing. I, I think we're okay there. But, like, you know, everything else. And, and, and it's the mandatory tipping that's built into the machines now. Well, so they, like, just, they just spin the machine around to you, and it's like goes straight to the tip function. Yeah, and it's like, what and would you like, like to what? tip? 30%, 80%, or 200%? Yeah, and, then, and then the prompts are, are, are outrageous, too, where I think... I don't know. I'm assuming maybe standards have changed. As far as I know, they haven't, or they shouldn't have. I think it was 10, 15, or 20, or, or maybe it was, no, sorry, 15, 18, and 20 in most places that I worked, I think. It's too much. It was 15, 18, 20. It's too much. And then it depends on, like, if you are if you sit down at a bar and have a beer, like, in, and it, the beer is $8.50, and you leave a dollar behind, like, to me, that was always, like, fine. I'm not, you know, you don't need to leave me 20% of $8.00. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, even though is that twenty? No, it's like, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's it's um, less, yeah. Like the the percentages kind of come into play when the bills are a little bit larger, I guess. Um, if it's for, like, if, if I'm getting a coffee at a coffee shop and it's two fifty, I've and it, there's like a little uh, tip jar, I'll just round up to three and I'll give her three dollars and say, put the fifty cents in the tip jar. It's amounts it for sure at that point, right? Which I guess that turns into twenty. Percent? That's it? 25%. That's 20. Or sorry, that is 20%. Yeah, you're that's right. That's 20%. Yeah. Um, but it's also 50 cents. <laughs> well, that's that, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I do know what you're saying, where it's like now it's just, it's it seems more and more commonplace almost everywhere you go. Or if, well, I, I don't know, not everywhere you go, but like food services or, or um, I guess, yeah, places that serve food and drink. Um, it, the, the thing is, our, They'll my, spin it around. Like even when you go to Starbucks, I guess there's is there a tip thing at Starbucks? There must be. Very likely. But my understanding of like the social rule was if the tip is or if the service was like out of this world, you give fifteen percent. That's what I grew up thinking. It's like five, ten, fifteen. And that's like good, great, excellent. But now mm. if you're starting at fifteen, it's like, how is our service? Was it amazing? Was it super duper amazing? Or was it astronomical out of this world? And it's like, cool it, everyone. That's not how this works. You don't get free money just because you think you're amazing. It's like we Yeah. And um, anyway, the 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 point was all I've been seeing all week, and I'm, I'm sure other people, I thought, okay, after we recorded the tipping episode, I like had a real moment with myself where I'm like, am I a fucking psycho? Like I went <laughs> off a little bit, but I was like, am I psychotic? Like I, I felt like I was like being genuine, but at the same time I was like, I thought about it afterwards and I was like, wow, I, I, maybe I'm like a psycho. Maybe I'm like a weirdo person who's like too much. I've just been fucking validated over and over and over again in the last couple of weeks because all I hear about is people being like can we stop with this fucking tipping thing like it's gone out of hand and everyone says the same thing where they're like I'm not here to pay your employees it's like how can you charge yeah. me and this is the story that my mom was telling she goes she ordered like a salad and a piece of salmon from a restaurant and then mm -hmm. the salad and the salmon with no drinks she doesn't drink and with the tip the whole thing came up to like $60 yeah. and she was like how am I then supposed to, like, if you're going to charge me 
I don't know what the fucking salad and salmon would have cost, like $45? Like, if you're going to charge me $45 yeah. If for it's a food, nice place, yeah. I, I would probably about 45 50 bucks for a nice say, big salad say, and salmon. Yeah, there you go. Say, say $50 for a salad and salmon. Then you can afford to pay the person who brought it to me. Because <laughs> you yeah. charged me I think a fuck ton of money the, for that salad and salmon, right? The cost of everything has gone up, too. I know, we, I know we don't need to get into this, but, like, the cost of every menu I see, every... Everywhere you go out these days, everything is a little bit more expensive than it was a year, two years, three years ago. The, the um, argument that people are making is that <clears throat> is that companies are charging more for the food and then paying their employees less, and then like we're we're no, footing the bill when you go out. Paying their employees the same, which so it doesn't go. But it doesn't go up with inflation, so it ends up being less, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what I mean. The employees' pay rate stays here, whereas the yeah. cost of goods and food and everything and services goes this way. Yeah. So the gap just widens a little bit in that sense. Yeah. But so it, it ends up being a bit, it's, it's a bit more like. While, you're not, all the while these companies are <laughs> raking in like record breaking profits. <laughs> yeah. Hand it's over like, fist year after year. Well, not year after year, but like lately. And they're like, the well, we can't is, afford to pay people more because of inflation and this and that. Yeah. And then meanwhile, you just see headlines. Oh, th- this company has had the best year on record. The shareholders three. are thrilled. Yeah. Like, well, but we can't afford to pay other people more. The, we, can't, the, we shouldn't. They don't deserve it. I don't know. Right? I'm yeah. No, no. But and and the point was that it was like it was like the the bad guy in the story is not the the person standing at the front counter asking for a tip, right? Or uh, I, at this point, it feels like begging, right? It's like mm-hmm. it reminds me of kids who the the window washing kids who used to walk up to your car on King Edward and wash the windshield of your car. Oh, and yeah, then hold yeah. their hand out, and it's like squeegee well, kids. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, like, and and the feeling that you have there, where you're like, well, I didn't ask you to do this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't want that, and I don't want to have to pay you for that, right? And and I, you know, it's obviously slightly different, but that's how it feels when you get handed a tip machine with like, it's like somebody holding out a Timmy's cup with change in it, being like, give me some money. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems, it seems. I don't think it, I used. Icky. I worked at a coffee shop a long time ago, and it. We had a tip jar, um, but it was never like, I would never expect anyone to leave a tip on like a $2 coffee. Some people did, and it was great because I got, I made a, sometimes a 50 to 100 bucks a week um, in cash, but it was never expected at that place anyway. It was like, yeah. it was there, and it was, you know, it was an option for people to leave a couple bucks behind if they wanted to, or if they felt inclined to. Um, and sometimes they did, and sometimes, most of the time they didn't, but... I don't know. I guess now it's changed to be a little bit more in your face, and I don't know who's behind that or, or where that comes from. If it's like a management thing, or if it's employees that are kind of banding together and going like, "Oh, we, you know, we tips are a thing at this place. It's part of the culture. Let's see if we can kind of incentivize people. Not incentive, not incentivize, but kind of like, I don't know. It's okay. So coerce I'll tell you, them into into tipping a little bit more here and there, so we make a bit the, more money. Yeah, there's the, the evolution of it happened with the tap card. Do you remember when, at, at, for, for a brief period of time, when tapping came in on the debit machine, you couldn't tip on a tap? <laughs> Which sounds like a cool slogan, but it's not. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You had to like swipe the card. So it was like, it became like this real confusing thing where if you, if you were paying with your tap, then it, you couldn't tip on it. And so it, like, it made people really upset. And then finally they figured out how to make it work. And now everyone does it. It's like, for a little while, it was good. Like you had it kind of sorted out. If you were, if you were gonna tap your, your card, you didn't have to tip anywhere and nobody bothered you. And there was still the option to tip when you would like put your card in and your pin, 
But for yep. for for a brief moment, it, we had it good, and then somebody figured out how to add the tip <laughs> to the tap, and now you can tip right. on your tap, and now it's you know everything's fucked. But anyway, point was, my mom is frustrated about tipping too. So she is as well. It made well, me laugh. It made me laugh. <laughs> and maybe other people are too. Maybe I'm the voice of a new generation. You it's know? very might very well might be. <laughs> I don't want to speak too highly of myself, but <laughs> maybe people should vote for me. Um, but yeah, so I think we did, I think we did everything I thought of. Um, did you buy me a Christmas gift? Uh, yes. What did you buy me? Uh, What's the perfect Christmas gift for me? For you? Yeah. A muzzle. (laughs) Nice. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I have not. Um, I've been a little bit lackadaisical with my Christmas shopping, um, until I sort of fall into like a regular pay cycle with my new job it's i'm just sort of catching up on some old bills and stuff like that and um trying to keep the belt tight as they say for the for the holidays but tight um i've bought a couple gifts for a couple special people and um yeah i always like gift giving it's always like gift giving too i always gives me like a nice warm fuzzy feel i always get like this weird like anxiety like not like a not like a bad anxiety but like if i give someone a gift like in person and like i'm like I want them to open it, but I also don't want them to open it. Like, wait till I'm gone. Like, wait till I'm gone. And then yeah. just tell me if you liked it later. Cause I'm always like, uh, what if you hate it? And I, I, most of the time I think I'm a pretty thoughtful, uh, gift giver where I, mm-hmm. I, I won't always like splurge on the biggest, most expensive thing. But I like to think I, um, I pay attention to little details and things like that. And I'm able to kind of like, Oh, I remember this person mentioning something about that. And I'm like, Oh, right. they probably, I know they like this and then I'll, I'll kind of get little trinkets in relation to, to, to those things. But I think I'm, I'm a thoughtful gift giver where it's not always the biggest, flashiest, coolest thing, but they're always kind of like, Oh, this, you, this made you think of me. That's yeah. pretty spot on. So that's I kind prefer, of, I prefer those kinds of gifts. That's kind I, of the category that I fall into. So I've got a couple of things lined up for, for this Christmas that I think, uh, that I'm excited to give. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, um, to just to shout out my mom one more time in this episode, uh, my mom is what I consider to be a competitive gift giver and she <laughs> takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah. And I was raised by her, so I have it in me. And a little bit of what, what you were describing is what I sort of in my version of that is like, it's not enough. It's like every time I buy something, I'm like, oh, maybe I need a little more just to like really oh, make yeah. sure that there's enough there, right? Right. And it's not like quantity. It's just like, did I, is there enough um, thought in here? Mm-hmm. Is there enough mm-hmm. like, like love or whatever, right? Yeah. So there's always like just like a thing and then like just a little bit more just in case and then like another thing. Yeah, and just, I tend to yeah. fall into that a little bit too. Yeah. And then I step back and I look at like, I'm like, oh no, you've spent quite a bit of money here. This is fine. <laughs> this is quite You're all right. Good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is good. It's, Even but, just two yeah. of these things would have been would have been fine, but I, know, love, I, I fall into that trap too. I just get like ADD with gift giving, and then I yeah. I forget sometimes. Like I started really early this year, and I got a couple of things super early, and then like two weeks later, I was like buying more things, and I was like, "What? what you already got shit whoa, there? Whoa! Fuck! I forgot about those other two things that I got." Um, but yeah, I definitely have. Um, I can't just pick one thing a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it's for like a, a special person or whatever, I can't, I, I have a really hard time narrowing it down to like one or two things. I just, I, I fall into this, I don't know if it's like a pattern or like a, I just keep seeing things and I'm like, oh, that's fucking good too. That's yeah. really fucking good. Yeah. And then like a week later, I'll see something else. I'm like, oh, but that's better than the last thing I got. I can't not get this as well. 
and it just keeps piling on, and I have to kind I think of show you, some restraint. It sounds to me like you treat gift giving like you treat sharing memes, where you're like, you think about somebody when you see a meme, and then you ship oh, it to yeah, them, yeah. and then like a yeah. minute later, you just start. Maybe he'd like this one too. Oh, yeah. yeah, this one's fucking funny. You sharing know I mean? memes is absolutely a love language of mine. If I yeah. share memes with you, it means I love you. Hey, <laughs> so. I'll take that. I'll take that to heart because <laughs> we've been sharing memes There's, all week. Yeah, there's a there's a handful of people in my life that I share memes with very <laughs> frequently and just know that it means that I I love you and I care about you. Wow. Cuz that means well, I'm thinking about you. What a what a beautiful place to end an episode. <laughs> no, there's one more thing. Oh, there's on one the more notes. thing. Yeah, there's a couple more things, but we can do the one more thing. Okay, let's do let's um, do one more thing. I wanted to do that did you know segment, but I was roundly ridiculed. Um, in the group chat when I brought that idea up. So we're just going to skip that one for today. Um, so I, 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 this is kind of like a common, um, I guess, podcast or whatever, TV show or, or YouTube channel segment. It's the overrated, underrated, the classic overrated, underrated. Okay. Um, so I don't know why I was just thinking about this when I was driving home today. Um, and I wanted to ask you is... This is the following thing, overrated or underrated, um, sitting down to pee mm. as a man. I, well, obviously, I figured that's what you meant. Yes. I think sitting down to pee. All right. I think it's overrated. I'm going to say it. Do, oh, OK. I was gonna, I'm OK. Go on. Explain. So in my opinion, two things have to happen for you to um, for, for you to pee successfully. One, you have to know what you're doing. I'm in my mid thirties. I've been doing it for years. Yeah. Right. It's like, there isn't that much going all over the place when I pee. Number one, don't be the guy who pees directly into the water. Cause that's how you make the biggest splashes. Mm. I think the guys, anyone who's listening to this will, will understand what we're saying. Girls, if, if you don't understand what we're saying, you know, ask for clarification from your nearest <laughs> um, male friend. Um, but yeah, so don't pee into the water. You pee beside the water at a good angle, pick a good angle so that it kind of just, you know, absorbs the the impact sure. and then down into the water and you're good. So that's step one. Step one, learn how to fucking piss properly. Step two is uh, clean up after yourself. If you piss oh, on the side of the toilet, my God. For, first of all, lift the fucking seat, right? But if you yes. piss on the side of the toilet, grab some toilet paper. There's always some around and just give it a quick wipe, you know, get yeah. the pubes while you're at it, get the, you know, and then don't leave it a crusty yellow, you know, if you're if you if you live in a reasonable place where you clean hey. up once a hey. week, say, hey, know, hey, got a question for you. What's your question, guy? You you barn animal? <laughs> are you? Are you a barn animal? Yeah, I'm not a barn animal. Cause if you are, mm-hmm. then piss wherever you want. <laughs> but if you're not a barn animal, then absolutely piss. Into the toilet bowl. And if you don't, then 1,000% clean that shit up. Clean it up. So That's all I got to say about that. I'm going to add a caveat to that, right? Okay. Um, if you sit down to pee, there's, a, there's the, the valid excuse for sitting down to pee that I've always heard is if you turn the lights on in the bathroom, you get woken up in the middle of the night, and then you can't, it's hard to go back to sleep, Right. So you just sit down to pee, then you don't have to make a mess, you don't have to aim, everything's all taken care of. Sure. Here's, here's where my opinion lies on this. I think the discussion of whether you stand up or sit down to pee is overrated. I think if you sit down to pee, fucking sit down to pee, doesn't matter. I don't care, 
doesn't change anything for me. And if yeah. you stand up to pee and you clean up after yourself, again, doesn't matter. I think if you're a pig or a barn animal, like you say, you should have to sit down to pee. And you should <laughs> you should have to graduate to standing up. You should uh, have to yeah. go through an exam. Like relearn. Yeah. Yeah. That's, re- there you get go. Potty trained all over again. Yeah. yeah. I think I think you should start sitting down and work your way back up. I like that bro. idea. You like got piss all over the floor. You're doing it wrong. Start yeah. over. Yeah. Figure that one out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that. I was going to say the opposite. I think it's underrated. Sometimes first thing in the morning, I've been getting up super early for work lately. And uh, I'm just like, uh, I just want to sit down. I get up, roll out of bed. Got to pee first thing. I'm just going to have a quick sit down pee here in the first thing in the morning. Close my eyes, rest for a minute. And then when it's done, I'm like, all right, cool. We're good. It's all in the bowl. Didn't go anywhere. But it's kind I, of like a 50-50 split for me, I guess. Sometimes I do it because it feels right. And the rest of the time, I'm just, you know, fire hosing like most men do. So I should say, too, I piss mostly into a urinal. We just I have uh, urinals here. So, I, you know, right. I'm kind of out of the discussion. But, um, That's you know, fair. I... I think pissing next to the pissing next to the toilet or on the toilet is equal in my books to pissing directly into the water to assert your dominance. I think that's the dumbest thing on the planet. All it does is make a mess and nobody wants to hear your piss. Yep. There you go. Hot take, I guess. Hot take. Not even a hot take. No. Just like a normal, well-adjusted take. Yeah, but it happens every time, all over the place, everywhere. You hear people mm. peeing directly into the water. Hmm. It's it's a no go for me. It's a no go for me. You don't say. I'd say that's overrated. (laughs) I'm giving you a look like, you know. I know that you know what I mean. I you know that I know that you know what I mean. Yeah, you goddamn right. Um, Yeah, cool. That was all I had. Really, was just that little overrated, underrated. Okay. Well, if you um, either piss directly into the water, or have had a home birth or are thinking of having a home birth, uh, send us an email at thewrongguyspodcast at gmail.com. Find Marty on Twitter and Instagram or don't find Marty on Instagram and Twitter because he's not there. No. And, uh, you know, um, why don't you... Here's a call to action. Send somebody you love a meme this week. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's a good sign-off. Yeah. If if you see a meme on Instagram or on Reddit or wherever people find memes these days and it makes you laugh and it makes you think of someone special, go on and send that meme to that special someone in your life. There you go. And then if they don't laugh, then that is their problem. <laughs> Drop that person from your life. Get Yeah, eliminate them from your life at once. <laughs> um, but yeah, send send more memes. Tell, especially coming up this holiday season. People need memes. Um, people need the memes. People need to know that you're thinking of them. Yeah, so it's them. important. It's important. And if you are too embarrassed or shy to talk to them, just send them a meme of, I don't know. It could I, be a of, a of a chimpanzee flinging his feces across a zoo cage. Okay. And you, and then if you laugh and it makes you think of someone, go ahead and send it to him. There you go. If that's what you like to f- fucking laugh at, make that what you send somebody. Have you ever seen that meme? It's like yeah. a, um, it's like a text conversation between a mom and her kid. So just you can just see at the top like mom. The contact is mom, and then she's writing to her son, who's like, who's the one in the blue bubbles. It's like an iPhone thing. 
Uh, and she's like, what does mood AF mean? And then the kid responds. So I was like, oh, it means like mood as fuck. Like it means like, oh, I'm really feeling like <laughs> emotional, <laughs> whatever, whatever's in this video or this fitter just means like, oh yeah, that's a mood. Like that's I, what I'm, I, I'm, I feel it. I relate like, I really, to that. I relate to it. I feel it. And he explains to his mom what mood AF means. And then she writes back and she goes, then why did you comment it under a video of a gorilla f- hurling his own feces? <laughs> and I thought that was just, that's just kind of what I thought about it. That was super funny. That's funny. Mood as fuck, baby. Mom's understanding things. Hurl those feces. The full meta circle. Start and end with moms. There you go. And what better way to finish? On that note. This episode. Peace out, everybody. Love you lots. We don't know when this is going to come out. I know for one that my holiday schedule is going to be a little bit uh, condensed and occupied, but we'll try and get maybe one or two more of these out before Christmas. Um, and I, I, it's only the, it is Wednesday, my dudes, Wednesday, December 7th. This should come out before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find a way to make the Christmas. But one if special this is, too. if this is the last one before Christmas, which I don't think it will be, but if, if it is, I'm just going to give a little preemptive, uh, insurance, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Nice to all of you and happy new year and happy holidays and not Merry Christmas because we're not allowed to say that anymore. So enjoy. We are. The holidays. No one else is. Well, that's right. Um, enjoy your holiday season and enjoy the turkey or chicken or ham or tofu, whatever you decide to consume with your family and loved ones this year. True, true to um, a, the wrong guy's classic episode. That's like the fourth sign off we've done. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, if, without Ramey here giving us the like cut this shit out. He just plays the song and then he we're just like, plays oh, the song and he's like, guys, I'm trying to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is it. Um, so, yeah, this is. Yeah, we're back again. A throwback episode. The wrong guy's classic. Yeah. From the vault. From um, the vault. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I'm actually done now. I'm actually right. not going to say anything more. All right. Peace out. Okay. Bye.